Excellence Expected, the inspirational business advice podcast. Hello and welcome to Excellence Expected with me, Mark Asquith, and thank you once again, as ever, for pressing that play button. Now, this episode, we're going to talk about something that is really, really making waves in marketing. We're going to challenge you to integrate video marketing into your business, even on a fixed budget. Now, my guest this episode is someone who is a real expert in video. He is an Irish-born entrepreneur, a strategy consultant, a speaker, and a video producer who is passionate about the power of stories to inspire positive social impact, and is particularly excited about enabling businesses to demonstrate the difference they can make through the work they do. And this is actually a really, really impressive guest this week, guys. His clients include Deutsche Bank, Deloitte, Ben and Jerry's, Oxford Univers—excuse me, Oxford University, and the infamous TEDx. What a fantastic client list there! And actually, a real feather in my guest cap this week is reaching a global audience for events, including a recent live stream of the TEDx event from the Royal Albert Hall in London, which reached over sixty-six countries, 66 countries. What a fantastic accolade. So welcome to the show, Mr. Ravinal Chambers. Thanks very much, Mark. Yeah, great to be here. It's a real pleasure to have you, sir. It's, it's a real, I mean, video is so important. It's taking over, isn't it? I mean, the you know, the advent of mobile, the advent of kind of distraction marketing and video is really at the forefront of that, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I was just, um, you know, I find it on my own phone. I haven't managed to upgrade to one of those bigger phones yet, but you know, you get emails in or you're trying to read a newsletter and it's, it's quite difficult. Whereas if you can just watch a video, uh, it's so much easier and, and so much of the way people are, are taking in information is now on mobile. So I think it's, uh, it's just going, it's growing and growing and growing all the time. So it's important to be able to, to be able to create video content for your business, but it can be expensive. So Today, hopefully, we can explore some ways that you can look at doing that, even if you haven't got a big budget. And I think that's the question on people's minds, you know, small business, even up to big business, you know, it's keeping everything cost effective and making sure you get a return on that. So we are here to challenge people to integrate video into their marketing strategy. But before we do that, Mm. let's just put this into some context. So Ravinal, just share with the listeners your journey and exactly what your business is and what it does, please. Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll sort of uh, give you a little bit about the backstory and how I kind of got into to creating videos and, and helping other people to do it. Well, I grew up in Dublin, as you said, in Ireland. Um, wanted to be a stockbroker as a teenager, but then ended up uh, doing a degree in psychology. Ended up traveling around the world and, and running um, projects for big charities in East Africa. I was there for two years. I was in India for a year, um, and also doing fundraising. And I made my first film in 1995 in East Africa. And I never made it thinking that, you know, I'm going to become a film producer. I, I did it purely and simply as a, a very practical thing to try and help us raise awareness um, and raise funds for what we were doing. So I, that was where I first saw the power of visual storytelling to actually help you achieve something in your business or in your organization. Then later, um, I uh, went and was running uh, mentoring programs for, for, for children that were going to possibly get kicked out of school and getting business people in to support and mentor them in, in, in the UK. And again, I made a video that was in 2003 um, for the same reasons. On that one, 
Um, I, I, it, would, it turned out well in the end, but you know, we had a few hiccups along the way. So that's some of the learning that I have now to be able to share with other people about some of the things not to do. Um, and we've come a long way. The one I made in 1995, I had to edit it on two VHS machines and get people into a room to watch it. We didn't have any of these free platforms to share it. So times have changed massively. Um, I went back and did an MBA, uh, a master's in business, um, and I, I did my my research on a thing called venture philanthropy, um, and it was really fascinating for me because I'd always had this real business mind minded side to me, and I'd also had this real passion for trying to uh, social change and trying to help other people. So this kind of brought the two together. It was how business people and people who are good at business can use their sort of expertise, if you like, to try and help um, philanthropic giving, or now they call it social investment or social enterprise, more effective. So. After I did my, my master's, then I started Be Inspired Films, um, and we make films for organizations that are trying to make a difference, so it's, as, as some of the ones you mentioned, big corporates doing CSR work, lots of charities, social enterprises, social entrepreneurs, uh, individual business people, uh, and, and, and entrepreneurs doing any kind of business as well. Um, and in about uh, 2009, we realized lots of people, especially the smaller businesses, don't have the big budgets. And even if people do have a big budget, they might have it once a year for a video. They think, oh yeah, we'll make a video once a year. As you know, with social media now, people want to be able to share stuff regularly. And it's your customers and your clients who want to know what's going on, you know, w almost every day. But <laughs> you can't make that videos that often. So we, we started a thing called Video Know-How, which basically trains people to plan, film, edit, and share their own videos um, for an initial training cost, which is not that much. Um, and then they've got the skills in the business to do it all day long. So it's kind of like we wanted to be able to support people to tell their stories, even if they didn't have a big budget. That's kind of pretty much my story so far. That's really powerful. And I love the idea that, that you're actually enabling people to create these videos. Because one of the big things that I see day to day and, you know, through doing the podcast and through doing everything else sort of with the agency is that gap in knowledge because video is still seen mm. as this kind of behemoth task, isn't it? And <clears throat> yeah. it's not quite like that anymore. So just to pick up on that, just, just tell people a little bit more about video know-how because I think that's really powerful. Yeah, I think it's on that idea, like you say, that you know things have changed massively. The the platforms for distributing video are are mostly free. Um, once you have good content, I mean that's probably the missing link is actually creating good content to share. Um, you can share it like literally in the same way you, you you put an attachment into an email. So if you're on a social media platform, whether it's Facebook, uh, you know Twitter, uh, what, whatever whatever site you're on, or even a blog or a website, it's literally as simple as you know browse for the file, find the video file, link it in, um, and it's it's online or, you know, in, in, embed it using an embed code. So it's very easy. But the thing I think that's stopped, been stopping people creating video content is either, obviously, costs we've mentioned, but the other thing is skills and confidence. Because when we, I don't know if anyone remembers those flip cameras. They were sort of like, they looked like a bit like a phone size about five, six years ago. And we met loads of people at conferences going, yeah, we got loads of those. We've given them to our staff. It's great, really exciting. But then the footage they've come back with is just totally rubbish. <laughs> so, uh, or or we got we did the filming bit because that was fun, but then we didn't really know what to do with it. We got stuck. So I think, yeah, the idea of video know-how is to basically break it down, demystify the whole process, really break it, break it down into a structure that's easy to follow, um, and actually get people. It's, we have a one-day and a two-day course, and and basically the the format we follow is it's there's a bit there's a bit of theory in the morning, but it's massively about learning by doing. So we have it's very structured, so you can follow it again by following the structure, and you get all the notes and all that. But literally, we we get people to plan in the morning and um, to actually fill, learn the interview techniques and how to interview each other and talk about their their business, 
And then they use that content in the afternoon to edit and we take them through the steps like so they can learn about how to get your story right, how to take the different various bits of the interviews and put them together to create a narrative, how to then put another layer of footage on top of that. So it's not just a talking head or a boring kind of, you know, interview looking thing. You can put in other photos or video footage to really bring it to life in a, more, in a layered sense and then put in music and uh, put on titles, call to action at the end with all your contact details. So by the end of the day, every single person there, we, we all kind of sit around. We don't have popcorn, but we sit around and watch everyone's films. Um, and it's amazing. People are just blown away that they've, okay, they've learned the skills, but they actually already in one day have something to show for it and they've actually made a video. So it's quite powerful, to be honest. Um, and, you know, it's been really exciting. Since 2009, we've probably trained close on 2,000 people. Um, including loads of individuals, uh, but also people from, you know, like big lottery fund, government digital services, Virgin Trains, um, University of Reading, you know, lo loads of different organizations. And yeah, it's exciting. It's great because, you know, we can, we can let people kind of tell their stories where otherwise they just aren't doing it because they just feel they can't, you know? I think that's such a, a an eye opener. And the reason I wanted to just dig into that for a couple of minutes was, because for anyone listening out there, look, if you're sat there and you're thinking, well, look, I know video is becoming more important. It's something we are going to, we're going to talk about that in a second, but actually I don't know where to turn. Is it expensive? What equipment do I need? How do I actually get something up and running, you know, without mm. getting bogged down in the theory? Yeah. That's where I think that video know-how is so vital. And not only that, but it illustrates the fact that look, in a couple of days, you mm. can be doing this. So that's fantastic. Yeah, it's not it's not as hard as you think, but it's like anything. Is it is it's it's harder than you think when you don't know and you don't have someone to help you. It actually, like you say, in your mind, your mind tends to magnify things like it's it's impossible, but it's not at all. It, it's uh, we're very much we like to make things transparent and kind of knock the walls down and say, look, it is possible. Yeah, definitely. That's really powerful, and that's that's a, a fantastic segue into the next section, which is really looking at how video has become so important in the marketing mix for businesses. So I just want to pick up on mm. what we mentioned right at the beginning. Obviously, you mentioned the mobile side of things and everyone's on a tablet or a smartphone these days. Yeah. Let's just expand upon that for a second. In your mind, Ravenol, how important is video in the holistic marketing mix for a business as of today? I think it's it's absolutely essential, to be honest. Um, and don't it's not because I'm saying it. If you think about it, we're all customers as well. So sometimes we might be thinking about it with our own business hat on and thinking, is it relevant or not? But just think about it from your customer's point of view. Everywhere they go, they're seeing video content. They'll be seeing it on your competitors' sites. They'll be seeing it. it just, it's just become kind of almost expected as part of the mix. Um, so why, would, why shouldn't it be for your business? And actually, particularly if you're in a business or an industry where others aren't doing it yet, and that's a huge opportunity to get ahead and make you stand out because like in some more traditional industries, I don't know, like maybe, um, you know, like a gr um, granite or, you know, like, you know, sort of more raw, more raw material type stuff or, 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 or sort of coach uh, trips or whatever, you know, whatever it might be that, you know, they're not, they haven't sort of got, got onto it yet. If you can get in there and start doing it, the, the, the customer user experience on your side is going to be so much more engaging and sort of helpful. And that's the thing, you know, YouTube is owned by Google. And um, believe it or not, YouTube is actually the second most used search engine after Google. Now, uh, I was quite surprised myself when I heard that, but particularly with the younger generations, they'll actually sometimes go to YouTube first, not just to look at a funny video or whatever, but to actually find out information about stuff. So they'll, say, they'll put in a, uh, a search for, for whatever, and they'll, they want a video result for it because they want to watch it rather than read it. 
Um, but the other interesting thing is that because Google owns YouTube, it's, it's, the stat is, is it's 53, more to, 53 times more likely if you've got video on your page to get on the first page on Google. And you'll probably have seen that now as you do normal Google search. Sometimes you'll start to see video results as well because they reckon basically it's, it's more useful for the person searching because it, it can give them information more quickly. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's super powerful. I mean, I don't know how the hell they came up with this, this stat, but Forrester Research said one minute of video is worth 1.8 million words. Now, I'm not sure about that, but you get the idea. It's, it's, it's super powerful. Wow. That's a crazy stat. I've never it heard is. that before. That's, that's, if that's accurate, that's just mind blowing. And they're, they're, I can only say it with confidence because they're like a proper, uh, well-respected research, first research. <laughs> yeah. It's not something that we've just found in a cracker. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's fantastic. And you know, that, that is really, really vital. The point about video really kind of not replacing words, but so much more enhancement of the words and the pitches yeah. and everything on a website or everything in a marketing mix, yeah. everything being enhanced by that video. I can entirely appreciate that. And I've seen that in action myself. So I kind of appreciate the power. And when we put that together, when you put together the fact that, look, it's actually accessible, it's not that challenging. You can learn this and you can implement it on yeah. a set budget, but yeah. look, this is the power that you get back from it. Suddenly, yeah, it becomes fantastic for businesses to start thinking about that. And one thing I just want to dip into is mm. that obviously we've been discussing the show format uh, since we actually met and since we started speaking about the show. And mm. one of the things that really piqued my interest, Ravenol, was that as businesses move forward, so you've given them the know-how, they've yeah. researched the know-how, they've, they've got the content, they know what they want to do, mm. and they've started producing. They've accepted that video is now part of their marketing mix. Mm. I know you've actually got, as a business, you've got five big, big, big mistakes that people make when creating videos. And just outside yeah. of the tips later, I want to just dig into those. So what are those five mistakes that people can avoid? Yes. Well, um, there are probably lots more, but I've, 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 got, I've put together five main ones. So the one that we find again and again and again, we find it when people are on the course, we give them a really kind of tight structure because one of the things we talk about is how to be focused. But even still, people always drift off. And even when we're working with big clients as well, it's the same thing when we're making videos for them. So the thing is trying to get everything into the one video. So they want to make a video. They've decided what the focus, well, they may not have decided, but one of the key things that's really important is to be super clear on what's the objective for this video. It's not to tell everybody everything in the world that you do. It might be just to talk about a new product, for example, or it might be just to give an introduction to your business in two minutes. And the danger that people have is, oh, but we do this and we do this. Oh, and we do that and we do this. And actually, that's where video can go against you because it's important, especially online. People are quite trigger happy. They, we say at home, there's it's called lean back TV and online it's lean forward TV. They won't be too forgiving. So you got to be really focused. Don't try and get everything into the video. Only put information into the video that's relevant to the key objective you're trying to achieve with that video. And less is more. You want them to ultimately contact you and talk to you. Um, so better to just give enough to entice them and get them interested or interested in knowing more and then get in touch. Next one is kind of tied to that. It's lack of clarity. Uh, it's massive. You know, I go into meetings with people and they say, we want to make a video. And I'll sometimes say to them, well, don't bother. And they're a bit shocked. Uh, and I say, until you're crystal clear on exactly what it is you're trying to achieve with this video, then really don't bother. Because even if it doesn't cost you much, if you do it yourself, it's going to take time. It is. Um, so better, you need to be really, really focused on what it is to make, make it efficient for yourself in terms of your time as well. Um, especially if people are doing videos themselves, bad sound 
is is massive because people most people can kind of point a camera um and you know they're sort of hopefully get the message okay but because they're not sort of professionals they may not be thinking so much about sound and may not be using an external microphone and little things like this these are all things that we cover um and it just bad sound is intolerable you really switch off more, quicker than anything else i think um and then no call to action so they've made the video but there's no kind of call to action at the end you know get in touch or sign up for this campaign or sign up for a newsletter or take this offer or whatever it might be really important um, and then the other thing is a lot of people make videos, just stick them up on YouTube and hope that some magic way people are going to start watching them. So they don't have a, a clear distribution plan. Um, and, you know, obviously you can send it out with your newsletter. You can you can have it on your website or whatever. But there are much more clever ways you can you can sort of little things you can do to really start to what they call seed it or essentially get it out there. And things like, for example, um, finding influencers in your field, finding bloggers, finding other sites that might share information in your in your field and actually getting them to share it. And they already have huge uh, audiences in your field, and, and that way you can really get it out to a bigger audience. Um, so that's five. I, I just sort of a little sixth one in there is budget. Be clear what your budget is. If your budget is a little bit more for a particular bigger project, maybe it is worth getting someone in to do it. Um, if you don't have a, a, such a big budget, then you know make sure you tailor what you're trying to do to your budget so it's the best that can be done for that budget rather than trying to aim for something way higher than what you can afford and actually kind of not not quite getting there so those are those are a few that we come across that they're really really interesting because they're all things that i would imagine stem from okay now we've figured out we want to do video and we've seen the importance of it now let's just do it and i would imagine that those those six things there are actually things that you just steam over, you just fly straight, and you think, right, we are now producing. But, exactly. <laughs> so the, the kind of five or the six there that you said, mm. you can absolutely see how vital they are. And don't, you know, the cardinal sins, don't make those mistakes. And yeah. I think that's really important. Yeah, sit down and plan it before you do it. Because um, it is, it's quite exciting to, to get out there and film stuff and all the rest of it. But really, I, I honestly, to God, one massive mistake I made, I hinted that I made a mistake on the second film I made in 2003. My mistake was I went out because I was, I was so t uh, close to the project and so proud of all the stuff we did. And I just went out and filmed everything that we did. I had about 32 hours of footage and I was making a 20-minute film. <laughs> um, and then I sat down to try and put it together. And I'm not joking you. It was, you know, there were times where it felt like it was, like it was close to a nervous breakdown. <laughs> it was just so, so, uh, you know, difficult. And so, yeah, learned that painfully, you know, you plan it out before you even touch the camera. Yeah. Love that. That's really, really useful. And just before we dig into the actionable tips, you know, we, we do want to yeah. empower people and give them the value and let them step away from listening to this Yeah, yeah. Know, in a mindset that they can actually take hold of it and do something. But mm. before we dig into that, I want to just explore for a moment specifically what people can use video for. So you mentioned around yeah. new product launches, but what else as a business could you use video content for? Yeah. So you could do it to introduce your team. Like, you know how on some things it says meet the team and you just see a picture? Could be little videos. Um, you could do it as a, a landing thing on your on your landing page, just literally in two minutes what we're all about and how we can help help you. So I guess a little tiny little quick tip on that is, is always think in your audience's shoes. So rather than just telling them about what you do, think about the problem that they have that made them come to the site in the first place. So if they've come to your site and you, for example, um, I don't know, sell shoes, you might want to start off by having a bit of fun and saying something like, you know, we all 
and you know do a lot of walking and standing every day depending on what your job is and you know it's it's our feet are, are we've only got one pair of feet or whatever so we really you know want to make sure that we look after them so here at you know tom's shoes or whatever you know what i mean so it's kind of like addressing your audience first no one likes being spoken at they kind of want to be they they like to feel that you've acknowledged them and why what their issue is or what their problem is that they may be interested in your product so that's another one you could do um like a monthly um update on you know an offer or or something that you're doing or it could be even um uh this is how the business is changing it could be something like that. It could be your annual report. We've done annual reports for, for organizations where instead of, they have the printed one, but we've gone around, you know, and filmed a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and they've done the annual report through through video. Another great one is, depending on the size of your business, is um is uh, from the CEO. Little message once a month just to – this is internal now – just to kind of um give, keep everyone up to pace on, on, on where we're at and what the direction is because often staff don't feel connected necessarily to what's going on. Um, it goes on and on. I mean, there's 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 so many ways you can use it, as, as many as you could think of, really. It's just another tool, if you like. I think that's so inspiring for people because, you know, if you think about video and if you think about it, is this perhaps a new thing to certain people sitting there working in their business? And perhaps think about it as, well, I do have to just integrate this into my marketing. But actually, what I love about that is the fact that any kind of communication that you get out there to any kind of people, whether it's internal external whether it's current customers or new prospects yeah. actually video has a place in that doesn't it you can use it for that yeah i mean even if say for example you were um a car parts distributor and you had all of your you know garages around the country that you know you deal with if you just did a little once a month update and you could feature a certain product or something like that the thing that i think it's massively powerful for is putting a personality and a face to the business because you go to so many websites right they're, they're quite sterile and not only that a lot of them have stock footage and, and photos and stuff and it's just they all sometimes they lack personality and and i sometimes use this example you know have, have i ask people in the course you know have, have any of you seen a famous person in the street and you know usually one or two people put their hand up and i'll say how did you feel when you saw them i bet i bet there was a part of you that wanted to go over and say hello it felt like you knew them and they go yeah and the thing is is why is that they don't know them but the, the thing is is because they've seen them so many times on TV or on videos or whatever. So in a way, if you think about the same principle, if you can put out regular video content about your business, it, you know, if, if we're appropriate, you know, that has different staff members in it and whatever, you're building a relationship with your customers 24-7, even though some of them may never have met you in person, but they feel like they're getting to know you, hopefully like you and trust you, and therefore you're going to do a lot better business with them because it feels like an actual relationship rather than just a, a website. And that's an opportunity that's not been there before. You know, video gives you that chance to build a perceived relationship without ever meeting someone. It's which incredible. Makes, yeah. And it makes that a, a, the initial meeting so much easier, especially if it's a sales meeting. That's, yeah. That's yeah, they, so, so interesting. They say, don't they, that uh, some people say there's seven touch points, you know, that you need to spend seven hours with someone almost to, to the point where they feel comfortable enough to maybe do business with you. And so video is another one of these things that helps you in a way to spend time with these people without having to be in all those places at once. Because they might be watching your videos, or even you know, um, you know, and 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 feel like they're spending that time with you, but you're busy doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's it's uh, it's so, it sounds like video has a place in business, and that it's here to stay. And I think that's something that even the listeners out there listening now that were kind of on the fence about it can perhaps see the importance of video. And what I'd like to move to now, Ravenel, is actually the famous Excellence Expected Actionable Takeaways section. So I know you have kindly spent some time putting together three of your most powerful tips 
for people to start getting on with video. So let's dig into tip number one, please, sir. Sure. So um, we, we have sort of hinted at it or touched on it already, but is make sure you plan well. So literally don't touch that camera until you've planned it out. And you'll thank me later, in all honesty. Um, they say you get, you, get, you get the film right in the planning, you get it right again when you're filming it, if you've executed the planning, and you get it right in the edit. And I guess they all kind of follow through. It's, it's, it's like anything, isn't it? It's, uh, if, you, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So it's just, um, you know, you, and also your end product will be what it, what, what it needs to be because you've planned it out and you've thought it out well. And that's true if you're doing it yourself. And it's equally true if you're working with a professional video company. Um, don't presume that just because they're good with cameras that they uh, necessarily have a clue what's best for your business. Um, don't presume that they uh, are necessarily going to do that kind of strategic business thinking or messaging thinking that's required as well. So hopefully that will be helpful. Super stuff. So tip number one is make sure you plan well, just as everything in business, guys. You know, Don't treat video any differently. And tip number two, sir. Yes. Um, tip number two, stay focused. So your holy grail for the video is your, the business or social objective you set out to achieve with it. Um, and so we, in our top 10 tips, we talk about um, start with the end in mind. And then later we say end with the beginning in mind. And then it may sound um, kind of like they've just flipped, flipped them on, on, on each other's end. But if you, if you have a really clear objective, like, so for example, with this video, we want to get people to an event, then at the end of the film, you'll decide you want it to be two minutes long, three minutes long. You'll put it all together and it'll probably be six minutes long. It's just the way it is. Um, and so how are you going to cut that down? How are you going to, now you have to be ruthless because you've filmed it, you're quite close to it. So you might want to, you know, we can't lose anything. But the way to do it is end with the beginning in mind. So go back to the objective. So if there's anything in there that seems like it's good, but it's not helping or not relevant to getting people to that event, get rid of it. If there's anybody who is, if there's two people in there saying something similar, get rid of one of them. Um, and to be honest with you, your video will become more and more focused and more and more powerful in terms of what it is you're trying to do with it. We say to people, we're not selling you a video. We're not interested in selling you videos, but we can help you use video to achieve something in your business. And that's the real value. That's fantastic. I love that. And tip number two is stay focused, guys. Stay focused. And the third and final tip. Yeah. So once you've kind of got the, the more sort of responsible stuff, you know, like uh, plan well and stay focused is, 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 is the more fun one. So practice regularly and have some fun with it. Um, especially if you do uh, get some training and learn to do some of it yourselves, you know, you've got a bit more flexibility with that. You know, you, you can try uh, the sort of tried and tested format and then you can kind of break it a bit and have a bit of fun and, and, and try something else out. And there's no, there's no big cost. I feel like there's no massive risk because you're not paying someone else to do it. So practice regularly, have fun. That's how you'll really learn is when you take it forward um, and start to experiment. And that's where you can get a bit more creative with it and see, see what works. So it, it, it applies, especially if you're, um, if you're doing it yourselves. But if you have the budget to work with professionals, I'd say once a year, there's all, it's always worth having a kind of a, maybe a slightly higher produced film um, for something really important. Um, but all of that practice will stand you in great stead is to get the best out of uh, about the, the professional company you work with as well. That's amazing. Thank you so much, sir. That's really, really, really useful. And listeners out there, if you sat there thinking, look, the time is right for video, remember those three tips. Just to recap, number one, make sure you plan well. Number two, stay focused. And number three, have some fun and practice regularly. Now, 
Ravenel, just before we close the show, I know you've actually put something very, very special together for the listeners in terms of added value. So just tell people a little bit more about that, if you could, please. Yeah, definitely. So with our video know-how courses, we um, we do open courses for individuals or, you know, if people, smaller businesses have one or two people they'd like to train up um, every couple of months. We do, we do them at the moment in London and Birmingham. Um, and for bigger organizations, we do uh, group courses where we can train up to 10 people and come into their organization at any time to suit them and and, and train a whole bunch of people. Um, but I wanted to make a special offer for, for your listeners. Um, so if you want to check out more information on the courses at all, you can go to videoknowhow.co.uk um, and the, the different courses that are on at that time will be on there. Um, for uh, for charities and social enterprises, the price per person is £399 plus fat. Um, for business uh, and more commercial organizations, it's 499 plus fat. Um, um, but we do special offers if there's two people coming from the same organization. But I want to make a special offer just for your readers. If you use the code EE for excellence expected, so EE25, um, you get 25% discount off the uh, the business uh, price of 499. Um, if you're a uh, sort of social enterprise or a, or a sort of a more not for profit, we can offer you 20% off on, on the 399 price. So that's EE20 if you're sort of a non-profit and E25% if you're a for-profit. Um, so, um, and even if people have got questions or, you know, they, they just want to know more, they want to ask advice about equipment or whatever, they can also um, drop us an email. I'll be happy to, to chat with them and help. So you can, you can get me on Ravenol, which is R-A-V-I-N-O-L at beinspiredfilms.com. Absolutely. Fantastic. Guys, you do not get better than that. Head over to videoknowhow.co.uk and remember two discount codes, EE20 for social or charitable organizations or EE25 for the more corporate organizations. And that, rather all that is fantastic. So thank you, sir, for joining me. It's been such a good episode. No problem at all. Thank you very much. No problem. It really is my pleasure. And guys, for all of the show notes, for everything that you've come to expect from each episode, head on over to excellence-expected.com, where don't forget, you can always pick up your free copy of the essential 14-day guide to cutting your working hours and increasing your impact. And until next time, don't forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel. Excellence.